This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by Wednesday. Wednesday, we're ripping off Tuesday's joke. It is Wednesday, the 15th of January in the year 2014 of somebody's Lord. Not necessarily mine, but that's okay. Thank you once again for joining me here on Your Daily Lex. I am Lex Friedman, the host of Your Daily Lex, the podcast you're listening to right now. I think we've gotten that clear now. I think everybody's on the same page. If there's any confusion, feel free to look me up at daily.lexfriedman.com. I'll break it all down for you, who I am and what the show is that you're listening to. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, mostly because I'm getting on an airplane tomorrow, Thursday, and it is air travel. This is not anything new. This is not a new debate or a new discussion, but I want to at least give you my side of this argument. People on airplanes should not recline their seats. I know this is heated. I know those of you who disagree with me, or you've probably already turned it off, so screw you guys, you short, jerky people. Uh, I'm six foot 12 inches, approximately. Really, it's six foot two, but I like to give myself the extra 10 inches sometimes, but not all the way to seven feet because I'm not greedy. Anyway, I'm a tall person. When I got on a plane, if I can position myself uh, in an exit row, I will. If I can reserve an aisle seat, I will. And if I can't do one of those two things, I won't fly. But I am very tall. And if you want to know who the first person to recline their seat on an airplane is or will be, just look for whoever's seated in front of me, and that's the person. They are absolutely within their rights to recline their seats. The airplanes have the ability for these seats to recline. So, of course, the people who've paid for those seats should be allowed to recline them. Absolutely. I never think anybody's breaking a rule or even a societal norm by reclining their seats. It's there. They recline. Of course, you can recline them, but no one should, especially people in front of me. Uh, I will make a couple exceptions to the rule. If you turn around first and say, hey, do you mind if I recline my seat? I will probably say yes. I will say, could you do it slowly and I'll tell you when you hit my knees so that you can stop. Uh, At my height, my legs already hit in uh, in regular coach crap economy, whatever the hell, in, in awful class. My knees are already pressed up against the seat in front of me before you recline. So, But I'll tell you when there starts to be serious pressure from your reclining. Anyway, when you recline your seat, it is horrible for me. So my proposal is this. I would prefer strongly, A, that you ask first and I will try to you know be nice. At least give me a heads up. But that B... I would like to be able to pay extra for my seat, not a full, you know, here's what it costs to get another seat or, you know, here's what it costs to upgrade to economy plus or first or whatever, but I would pay easily 70 bucks to block the person in front of me from being able to recline. My opinion is if I pay that, say 50 to 70 bucks to block the person in front of me for being able to recline, that rule should also apply to me. I can't recline either. Now, I don't really do math, but there's some kind of logic puzzle here. It's possible since I wouldn't want you to know that you had gotten one of these non-reclining seats because the person behind you had paid ahead of time for that option until you were on the plane. Now, that might mean that a row of tall people, right, a column of tall people, if you want to look at it that way, a whole line of tall people could all be paying extra to prevent the person in front of them from reclining, even though none of them were planning to recline. Uh, or they'd already paid for the person in front of themselves to recline, meaning that they couldn't recline anyway. I don't mind. I don't think any of us mind. Tall people don't want to have uh, no feeling in our feet, toes, lower legs. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, again, I get why people do it. It's permitted. It's built into the seats that they can recline, but I think it's awful. I know that that three quarters of an inch really means a lot to you, and it really helps you sleep and relax so much better, but it is horrible for me. I recall, you know, I've traveled with kids, which I don't recommend, and I mean, you can travel with my kids if you want to take them somewhere. Just let's plan it first. Don't don't spring it on me. Let's, let's make it a scheduled event, and I should probably know you. Uh, anyway, when you have the car seat, 
that the kid has to sit in in the airplane seat, it can prevent the seat in front of him from reclining anyway uh, because the seat's too big for the person to recline or they'll crush my kid's legs. And I've had people complain to me about that, like, oh, I'm so, I can't recline now because your kid's in the car seat behind me. What exactly would you have me do? It's the law that the kid has to be in that car seat. Uh, it's the only way they can sit. Would you prefer that I buy the seat in front of my kid as well, just as an extra holder seat? Uh, do you want to come sit next to him and I will sit in your seat instead? I just, I love the the indignation and the unhappiness on part of the, the people who complain about that. What am I supposed to do? Anyway, reclining on airplanes is horrible. It should shouldn't exist as a feature. The tall people are going to rise up and kill you, and we're already very tall. I'm worried now that the DSA will hear me talking about killing people, and also this was about air travel, and I'm about to go to jail. Anyway, it's been nice entertaining you on this podcast. (laughs) 